0: kent online news
1: news you can trust this is the kent online podcast
0: nicola everett hello thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast on thursday june the 17th hope you're okay our top story today is that a pub has been almost completely destroyed after a fire broke out in the early hours of this morning crews were called to the Green Man in New Ash Green at around 3am. At the height of the blaze, around 20 firefighters were tackling the flames. Owner Alex Brooks has told Kent Online he's lost everything, including family portraits dating back 100 years. Well, it's not known yet how the fire started, although some people have suggested it was hit by lightning during last night's storm. Our colleagues from KMTV have been to the scene and spoken to neighbours
1: certainly the pub was in flames uh, by about half past three and uh, several appliances were on site by four o'clock and uh, yes a tragic uh, followed where the roof fell in and uh, we've had fire engines pumping water in for the last few hours
0: and how does it make you feel as a neighbor to the pub
1: well when i looked out of the window to start with, it was was just tragic. I mean, I've lived opposite the pub for 45 years and it's uh, an old friend, as it were, and to see it going up in flames is just horrific.
0: And do you use the pub quite a lot?
1: Personally, uh, occasionally, but uh, obviously it's in in part of the village, it's the centre of the village, so uh, we're devastated by it. This pub's been here a very, very long time. It's part of the community. Everybody around here has been coming here. Yeah, to see it the way it is now is very upsetting, I go past it every single morning, um, it's going to look very different now. So, oh,
2: Was it a shock for you
1: to see this? It is a shock now, this the first time I've seen it just turning up here now, it's, it's a very big shock. We've been coming here for years past here and inside the pub we've used it years, it's sorry to see in this state. Please.
2: it's just very sad to see all that history gone up in flames i mean it's always been a focal point of the village and uh, and a nice backdrop for any
0: events that we have on the green and of course now it just looks well i'm just shocked shocked by the devastation of it all you can see video of the building and pictures of the fire last night at kent online you'll also be able to watch kmtv's report in kent tonight from 5 30. Elsewhere, the bad weather last night caused particular flooding problems in one part of Kent. At Kent Online, you can see pictures of the High Street in Hythe, where business owners have been blaming blocked drains for the problem. Firefighters used pumps to get water out of properties there and also on Chapel Street. Meantime, we're being urged to stay out of the sea in Thanet after raw sewage was released into the water during the storm. Margate's wastewater pumping station was struck by lightning, causing damage and a power cut, we're told a clean-up operation is is underway. Well, a weather warning for thunderstorms is still in place until nine tonight and then again from tomorrow until nine on Saturday morning. Yesterday on the podcast, we told you how council bosses had tankers and sandbags on standby. And while it has been disruptive for some, there are some incredible pictures of the storm from last night, particularly the lightning. You can see them at Kent Online. Kent Online News. Now, how would you feel about being able to work from home permanently? It was all a bit of a novelty, wasn't it, at the start of lockdown? But for many of us, it's gone on now for 15 months. Well, today, it's reported the government is considering a change in the law, which would mean employers would have to prove it was essential for staff to be in an office. Post-pandemic plans are being drawn up and could be consulted on over the summer. Jo James is the Chief Executive of the Kent and Victor Chamber of Commerce. She's been speaking to Lucy.
2: If there's a change in the law, um, which will make it mandatory for businesses uh, to enable people to work from home, I don't think that's right. Um, but, you know, I think it's up to an individual business to be able to make that decision uh, based on their individual business circumstances. Um, I th- there will definitely be a change, um, but that will come from business itself. You know, we're seeing that already. Um, that's only now when they're starting to look at going back so many were looking very much at a hybrid approach to, to working. And I think businesses will, will, will do what suits their business model.
0: Do you think a lot of people will want to keep working from home or do you get a sense that people are kind of desperate to get back to the office for maybe the social reasons? Or it might just be a bit easier to do their job when they're with their team or, you know, have got the equipment that, that, that's in their office?
2: With everybody I'm speaking to, I don't know, the her, probably the same that comes to mind to me is, is, is have your cake and eat it. You know, and I think it, under this circumstance, I, I think people can. You now, I think the majority of people um, want an approach where they can have so many days working from home and so many in the office. So, you know, very much a sort of blended approach going forward. But home working is not for everybody. Um, You know, there are those that, you know, much prefer to to be in the office. And a lot depends on your home circumstance. Um, You know, not everybody's home um, is suitable for for home working. Not everybody likes the the isolation. And interesting enough, I read an article somewhere of, of some recent research, can't remember where it was, But actually, what it said was that those people more established in their careers, which are probably those sort of 40 and upwards, are twice as likely to want to continue to work from home than those aged between 20 and 24. Um, And that's probably because they're probably at a position within within their life um, where they might have, the I'm generalising, but they might have the more space and less distraction um, and the need to actually have that social interaction.
0: That is really interesting. And and like you say, it's a sort of case by case basis for every person, every company. But do you think some businesses might be a bit reluctant to give everyone the right to, to demand to work from home permanently if they want to? From their point of view, it might make things more difficult.
2: I don't think businesses would would want to to give it as a right. I think um, businesses, majority of businesses will probably offer it. But actually, I think the the important thing of it all is it's got to work for the needs of the business. Um, We all want to to be flexible. And and this past sort of 15 months has showed us that actually, you know, we don't have a loss of productivity for people working from home. uh, So we can give people a, a better work life balance. But the priority has to be um, that that it suits the need of the business. And, And the majority of cases, when we're looking at office work, um, that, that probably would be fine.
0: Well, you can let us know what you think by voting in the poll on our story or on our Insta feed today. We're asking, do you think employers should be forced to offer the option to work from home? At the moment, 57% of you reckon yes, 38% say no, while 3% are undecided. You've also been having a say on Facebook today. Keith Nevels says, it depends on your circumstances. If you had a quiet place at home to work, away from any distractions, then it could work well, especially if you're a London worker who has to commute. You would get extra time asleep, save a lot of money and get a lot of work done. The downside would be missing out on any social side, lunchtime drinks, etc. But in this day and age of modern technology, there is no reason why many office jobs could not be done at home. Jazz Alexander adds, it's great for the environment. But Chrissy Smith says, no, 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 not long term for everyone, especially in a few years' time. People's mental health, if they're single on their own at home, you need to be able to socialise around the water cooler or the kitchen. Linda Holder has added, I worked from home at several days per month for a few years in the NHS. It was good for both sides, but I wouldn't advocate it full time. You need to be in touch with colleagues face to face. A lot of work can be achieved that way that can't be done via Zoom, emails, phone calls, etc. You have to be very strict with yourself and have clear boundaries when working from home. It's easy to get distracted if you do not. So I think choice between employer and employee is the main thing here. Well, you can definitely let us know what you think today by leaving a comment after the daily question on our socials. Some other top stories from today and a married teacher is set to be banned from the profession after asking a Canterbury pupil to be his girlfriend. Wayne Howe, who's in his 70s and worked at Archbishop's School, denied saying it back in 2019, but has been found guilty of misconduct. The regulator has now recommended he should not be allowed to teach. Four people have been arrested after a man was stabbed in Folkestone. He was taken to hospital after a PCSO witnessed the attack in Dover Road on Tuesday. Two 16 year old boys and a 41 year old man are being held on suspicion of assault, while a 26 year old woman who was questioned on suspicion of assisting an offender has been released without charge.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: Campaigners are angry about plans to build on what they call. Medway's Green Lung. A proposal for 650 homes on East Hill in Capston is back on the table after Medway Council rejected original plans for 800. A quarter of the properties would be affordable and there would be a road linking North Dame Way and Petrie Lane. We've been speaking to Jane Marsh who's from the Save Capston Valley Group. It's not going to be for the benefit of the locals either anyway is it? These houses there's probably 90% going to attract people out of London because people are looking to move out of London. And obviously the yeah. house prices down here are a fraction of what they are in London. Yeah. So it's not, it's not adding value to, to the locals. Um, it's not even as if, I think we were talking the other day, weren't we, about sort of offering incentives for locals to be able to buy because affordable housing is not going to be in any way, shape or form affordable, is it? Let's face it. Mm. You know, with what the youngsters are earning these days, because that's what the concern is as well, isn't it, getting the youngsters on the property ladder, they're still not going to be earning enough to be able to afford these Mm -hmm. houses. And, you know, they're starting to now offer 100% mortgages again and, you know, much longer mortgage terms and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it just come to a point where we've got no... Space left whatsoever. SIM cards are going to be made available at some food banks in Kent to try and reduce the number of people suffering digital deprivation. It's thought around one and a half million households in the UK can't afford access to broadband. Vodafone are going to be providing the tech through Trussell Trust Banks, which provided more than 300,000 emergency food parcels in the southeast last year. Organisers have postponed the Rochester Castle concerts after the government announced a delay to the full lifting of lockdown restrictions. The three-day event was supposed to take place next month, but it's now been changed to September. Tom Hiddleston is going to be amongst the latest group of celebs to settle down on the sofa and read a CBB's bedtime story. The actor will make his debut next Friday when he reads Super Potato, which is about superhero potato and a supervillain pea. TV presenter Kat Deely will be reading Love Makes a Family on Father's Day this Sunday. And Bill and Ted and Mae Muller are going to be on KMFM tonight. They'll be chatting to Emma Joe on the hit list on our sister radio station about new single, When You're Out. It's on from seven.
1: Kent Online Sports.
0: First up in sport today, we're going to hear from a former Kent cricketer who's spoken about his battle with alcohol. Simon Cusden was born in Thanet and played for the club between 2004 and 2006. But after leaving the professional game, he developed an alcohol addiction and in 2016 tried to take his own life. Now the 36-year-old has spoken about his recovery and support from the Professional Cricketers Trust.
1: Cricket's been the most consistent thing in, in my life. Um, you know, it was there from it's my earliest memory. And to this day, it's enabled me to travel the world. It's enabled me to get recovery. It's like a language that I can just pick up the phone and speak to friends. It's given me great friendships and and I've moved from playing and coaching, but I, I think cricket now is, you know, I look forward to having children and maybe being able to play with them. I can see myself rocking out for the fourth 11, and at nine um, and maybe playing with them. Maybe that's the next chapter for me. It seems like a long time ago now, um, but I think back really fondly to that time. I, Early recovery, I was a year sober it's such an exciting time, um, I was really grateful to be sober and, and alive, and I still am today. 2017 I played cricket for my old club in Derbyshire, which was a farewell to playing. We got promoted, uh, I managed to clear the ropes a few times, and uh, that was really fun. And then after that I went back to Australia, and I did some coaching back at a school, and that was sort of like my goodbye to cricket coaching. Um, and then after that, I took a job in a rehabilitation program in Bali. That's where I met my my wife. We're both in recovery, and we were both working with addicts in Bali on a program. Uh, got married, came home in the at the very beginning of lockdown, and since then we've been building our family, picking up um picking up some of the pieces of of quite a long time being away in addiction. Addiction is really a very destructive disease, and the way to stay sober or, or clean is to use use that addictive energy and put it to good use. And so my wife and I, we can't really sit still too much. We have to be very creative. It's nice to know you're not alone, you know. And, um, and just wonderful too that I played like 12 games for her. I played like 12 games for Kent. And I just was so um, readily helped and accepted. And cricket's great for that. Reconnecting with cricket for me was when I asked for help. Um, to be met by the PCA was the really cricket with open arms bringing me back in and, and and enabling me to have recovery. It was so nice to have old friends reconnect and you know, quite a few cricketers shared their stories with me. It was nice to connect in a way that, I don't wanna say it was deeper than cricket but it was a little bit more human than running out and trying to win a game. Um, and since then I've had some really good conversations with with ex cricketers and current cricketers who might want to know what the PCA do and i send them in the right direction and if people can be inspired by a journey you know like because I'm healthier or happier I wouldn't know what I know now had I not got lost in thought or emotion and so I think the best thing for me to do is just to be a good example
0: Staying with cricket and Kent have returned to winning ways in the T20 Blast. They beat Glamorgan by 40 runs in a fairly low-scoring match in Swansea last night. The Spitfires have won four of their five games of the season and are top of the South group and the next in action against Essex Eagles at Canterbury on Sunday afternoon. And in football, former Gravesend Grammar student Fikeo Tamori has signed for AC Milan. He'd been on loan at the club from Chelsea and has now made the move permanent. The 23-year-old was born in Canada and moved to Kent with his parents as a baby. That's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus you can subscribe to the IM News app. That will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.